1: NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces
0: with Matt and Justin. What's up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Justin got a little sh- fancy today for y'all with the hat. What kind of hat is that, Justin? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my brother's brand, actually. It's called Birds of Yameen.
0: Yeah. So, Plug it, yeah, let them know when he get it man. if you want to cop.
1: You can copy it at, I got to find the app. I'm pretty sure it's birds of Yamin, Y-A-M-E-E-N on Instagram.
0: How you don't even know uh, exactly what his brand is? That's plug. what it is.
1: What? No, no, I didn't I know what that was is. the same at. Um, I'm saying, I think that's the uh, Instagram, but it, it is their Instagram, birds of Yamin. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. So. Nice. All right. Thank you. Well, we're feeling good tonight. We're feeling good. Because the Warriors clinched another playoff berth. They are the sixth seed. And we're happy about it that they're the sixth seed. You know, I think people got to put this into perspective. The Warriors finished the season 44 and 38. What is it? 38. There you go. Mm -hmm. 44 and 38, right? That is with Andrew Wiggins missing forty-five games. Is that right?
1: That is correct. And,
0: and Stephen Curry missing how many?
1: I want to say close to thirty. I want to say. I want to say. I want to say twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah,
0: me too. Twenty-seven. So with Andrew Wiggins missing forty-five games and Steph missing twenty-seven games, that doesn't even account for the games that Clay missed, not playing back-to-backs and all of those. But between all the starters, well, we know Loon doesn't miss games. But between the other starters, they've missed over 80-plus games combined. Wigs and Steph accounting for the bulk of them. And people are going crazy about the road record. (laughs) You know, like, it's honestly remarkable that they finished at that kind of record. So we're going to just enjoy Mm -hmm. this, you know. I've seen people trying to clown, acting like we shouldn't be happy. No, it is not guaranteed to get to the playoffs. We know this from just two years ago, especially since they implemented the play-in, right? Um, I still need someone else to lose in the play-in like we did. So, like, I just need it to happen. But um, it is not guaranteed, y'all. It is not. Just like 73 and nine wasn't guaranteed. So, and for long, lifelong, long time Warriors fans, y'all know, (laughs) y'all know, y'all went through years of it. So we're going to celebrate this playoff birth and be excited about it. And yes, be excited that we're a six seed, you know, in light of everything that has transpired this season, starting with Draymond punching his teammate and now we don't even have to be the laughing stock of the league because uh it was some drama tonight. So, it's so much to get into, but the Warriors, we're sitting pretty. We clinched our playoff berth. I think we got the most favorable point opponent. It's somewhat of a quasi home series for them. They have the potential maybe in a future round to get a home series. We'll get into that. And and you know what i'm saying they're clicking on all cylinders i don't care who they played i don't care who was sat i don't care who was missing they were playing well and andrew wiggins Mm -hmm. is coming back we are heading into the playoffs with momentum the way that you're supposed to head into the into the playoffs clay got 300 threes the trio of clay staff And Jordan, breaking records, the most threes by a trio. You know what I'm saying? Steph, while Mm -hmm. he finished slightly short of a 50, 40, 90 season, still incredible season for the, how old is he? 32, 33-year-old? I don't even know. How how old is that?
1: 35.
0: 35? Is that real? Shit, I'm making up Mm -hmm. his age. I don't even know his age. I just know he's 30-plus.
1: I wish he was still 32
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, this is incredible, the kind of season. He basically put up a 50 – he was, like, 49.2. He put up, essentially, a 50-40-90 season at the age of 34-35. He was 34 for most of the season. I mean, this is incredible what these guys are doing. Draymond was incredibly defensively. Kevon Looney played 82 games. Jordan Poole played 82 games. People, we have a lot to celebrate. Let all of that stuff go from the season. It's a new season. It's a new season. The road record don't matter no more. It's a new season. So shout out and congratulations to our doves. Yes, that's how we get in this podcast started off today. Yep. What you got to say, Justin?
1: The vibes, 9.9. 9.
0: Nine point
1: nine, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Bob's at a nine point nine. Just all the things that you just listed right there. Um, wigs is back, they're heading into the playoffs, healthy and whole for the first time all year.
0: And they're getting a week and off. So those aches and things that people off.
1: feeling. Oh, yeah. They should be good going in there. Um t- it looks like the the guy who shouldn't be named is finally like out of the rotation. Like he's not getting even a chance to be for the first rotation. So we look at the, the vibes is nine point nine right now. Nine point.
0: We, <laughs> we sitting pretty. <laughs> I tweeted about that tonight. I said, "Woo, Moody getting the start over." You know who? I used a little Oprah, <laughs> uh, the um, Michelle Obama beam, where she's like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> Uh, Moody helped them to break that record today for the most points in a quarter let's go they were the only ones who went in there tonight and did not play with their food the Lakers played with their food they won but they played with their food the Clippers played with their food Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the Pelicans played with their food and then lost and now they dropped even further down now they gotta win two games instead of one Warriors did not play with their food they smacked Portland's ass.
1: They definitely did. <laughs> that was just a shellacking from the beginning. It was not close. They said I
0: need five threes. Boom. I'm hitting them off the top, son. We just getting that out the right. way early.
1: Getting it out the way. Clay's clicking. Um, like I said before, I think that might be my favorite. My favorite part of the season is how Clay is like back, at least offensively, he's back to what he was. He might even be better than he was before the injury offensively. Um, it's just so refreshing to see after everything that he's been through and all the, you know, the, all the tough times that he was on the bench looking at other people play and getting in his feelings about it. Now he's finally out there dominating offensively again. It's been, you know, really good to see. So super happy for Clay for sure.
0: And how about that um, dunk today from Moody? Like he just... <sighs> Kaminga had Omaha? a
1: crazy one too.
0: I meant at yeah. Mo- Kaminga. I meant not Moody. I meant Kaminga. I meant Kaminga.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Future's bright for that kid. I think he's going to have a game or two in the playoffs that he he's the difference maker in a game. You know. Yeah. Is is this things I, he I can told do out here? Like, I said
0: people yeah, trying to tell me that the Suns having a lack of bench don't matter. I said, let me tell you something. I'm very glad Kaminga's coming off our bench. It was right after he did that dunk. I said, okay. <laughs> Yep. clowns Suns fans trying to be running to say oh we don't got no bench like going off this game I'm like bro y'all were playing the Clippers on a back to back son like y'all don't have no bench what are we doing right, right.
1: now like what's and they mean? told me that
0: I need to go and watch tape because I sound stupid saying that Aiden is soft like I
1: <laughs> he's soft he's, he's definitely soft
0: he played off the court they're like that's never say... happened it's never happened okay <laughs>
1: Saban Lee and Terrence Ross are not going to be doing what they did tonight in the playoffs against teams that's really locked in on them. Like, let's be let's be for real. Some of those dudes not even see
0: a minute. Some of them not even see a minute. They might.
1: That's true, but they might, and that's when it's going to be proven that they don't have no bench. (laughs) Right? D Lee, we love you over here. But we know when the playoffs come around, it's just not going to be there. I'm sorry. We've seen it already so (laughs) no i'm not trying to slander man i'm not trying to slander my guy but come on man campaign not it not it anyway it's not about the suns it's about the warriors
0: it's not and just you know heads up guys justin and i are going to put out a full playoff preview later this week um but we just wanted to bask in tonight and the Warriors, and and what they did, and just take some time to appreciate the squad, and also clown some of the other teams a little bit because they had some drama. They had some drama. So before we move on to that, I mean, is there just anything else about this season or the team tonight, or anything that you wanted to point out, Justin?
1: Um, I mean, I made a tweet early about Clay and Dre about how, I mean, the fan base in particular has been super hard on those two all season and I think you know given their age and like all the things the team has gone has gone through the season obviously off the court stuff Draymond is like unexcusable for some of the stuff he's did but on the court they've showed up and they've showed out pretty much all season Clay started out slow because of his like not playing in scrimmages and stuff over the summer uh, that mental block that he has but once he got himself into form he's been near all-star level if not all-star level since then Draymond's been defensive player of the year caliber all year So I think people just got to put a little bit more respect on those two guys' name. I'm happy to see Gary's back
0: along with Jordan while Steph was out too.
1: Saved the season, really. Um, There was a stretch there where they could have really imploded, and and Clay had a heater on for like a good week two stretch and won them some games um, that they (sighs) couldn't have won without him doing that. So shout out to them. And I'm just excited about the playoffs now that everybody's together. Like, Gary and Dante together on the bench. That's going to be crazy defensively. Um, Kaminga's there, too. Jordan's finally, like, getting his feet under him as far as, like, getting ready for the playoffs. And he's been playing a lot better. So, I'm just excited to see what they got.
0: Yeah, can y'all stop being goofy about Jordan's last game, too? It's, like, he's been playing yeah, well. Really it was, like, one game. game. It's, like.
1: Right. You know, he, shot every good game shots, he just missed
0: them. Yeah, just every game don't gotta be a referendum on his contract and 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 if he should be on the team and whether he should be traded and if his minutes should be taken. It's no different than anybody else. Like if you're having some tough minutes or struggling shit, even Wiggins, I felt at one point earlier this year, Kerr benched him because it was like you just were not having that game. You know what I mean? Like the only players mm-hmm. really that's not going to happen to is like Steph, Clay, and Dre. And even Dre got benched momentarily, not fully, but like you know what I'm saying on offense in the finals. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, it happens.
0: being so ridiculous with Jordan. He's a young player; he's still developing. But he played all 82 seasons, all 82 games for us too, and we needed every bit of that. We needed every bit of that.
1: Quite literally, like this is a type of season where one loss could have been a difference between being in and out of the play-in. And he helped them steal some games. That Cavs game after they lost to Boston and it was a back-to-back, and you know, everybody was uh Boston, whatever, whatever. We kind of punted that Cavs game and he went out there and they still won because because of him. Yeah. You know, when staff went down initially, he won them a few games. So
0: pay attention. They tweeted out the pitcher. When the Warriors account tweeted out the picture of them making the playoffs, Jordan was in that picture with the starting five, okay, for a reason, because he is part of this team's core. So put some respect right. on his name.
1: I have nothing. I mean, they've all had their points of the season where they've been a little bit subpar, or whatever, that's naturally going to happen. But I have no issues with anybody in the core. Um, you know, nope. season, And I don't have no respect. issues with
0: Fonte or GP2 either.
1: Right. For me, they count as a like, the core. Like the players that showed up this series, right. Let I me mean, this season, the, the big six, um, plus Kaminga, plus Dante plus Gary. I mean, Gary's only been there for like seven, eight games, but all of those guys don't got no issue with them. And then, you know, PBJ, the young guys, they 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 didn't play. Moody too. You can throw Moody in there because I feel like he didn't really get a fair shake this season. But when he, he when didn't. he had his opportunities, he he played well. It's so just he may should get some not be
0: minutes named. Some of these early playoff rounds. I mean, the way For things sure. are looking, he might get some.
1: Yeah. But he who know, should not be Andre's named. Andre
0: is not going to be back to start. So it's like, it might be moody, especially with a team right. like the Kings. Because, I mean, you do need defense, but like the Warriors may just try to out-offense them.
1: Yeah. He could – I mean, it depends on what Wiggins looks like. I think Wiggins could just take up so many minutes that Moody won't really have a shot. But you never know, depending on how guys are playing.
0: If there's a game where they're struggling a little bit to get offense going, you might see Kerr try something. For sure. We'll see. I just – like I said, I just like the fact that, like, he's the first one coming off. You're not seeing Lamb. To me – Mm-hmm. I did say his name, but, like, to me, that's an indication of something. <laughs> it's an indication of right. something, Justin.
1: Yeah. We're turning in the right direction. We are. Up.
0: So, shout out to the squad. Shout out to Dub Nation. As crazy as y'all can drive me sometimes. Um, we appreciate y'all. The squad appreciates y'all. And now we look forward and ahead to the playoffs. The Warriors, like I said, we in good shape, but Justin, some of these other
1: teams. (laughs) For all NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: I don't even know where to begin, but I think let's start with the Timberwolves because they had the most amount of dysfunction, I think. Um, so Rudy Gobert in quite the turn. And I say that only because he had a lot of commentary when Dre punched his own teammate to then mm-hmm. turn around in front of the world <laughs> with everybody Real. watching. Punch his teammate, Kyle Anderson, who I only recently learned, like today, I was today's years old when I learned that he is of Jamaican descent. Great grandma's from Jamaica, you see? Now I gotta mess with I him. I know was- He's him slow mo. I'm like, nah, now nah, That's my dude. That's
1: my guy now. Future warrior Kyle Anderson. Perfect <laughs> warrior. Coach. Is
0: that what
1: he is? <laughs> Telling you, he would fit in so perfect. I mean, like he can't shoot, but all the all the high IQ stuff, he'd fit right in.
0: Son, he told them they gotta make a decision this summer. Did you hear that audio that's floating around?
1: Kyle Anderson said that.
0: You ain't hear the audio, so. Nah yeah all right i don't think i'll be able to play it loud enough so i'll just read it to you so apparently some grizz not grizzly some timberwolves employee recorded some stuff host the game and someone tweeted it and the person who tweeted it his account is Jaden mcdaniel's goat his handle is (sighs) actually at Jaden mcdaniel's f Um, I don't know why he felt the need to indicate that it was a Timberwolves employee. Like he could have just said, I got the audio and not indicate who it was. He didn't say who the employee was though. And there, it's not actual video. Like I think video was taken, but they basically just put up the audio of it. But like, um, Anderson is saying the fuck is wrong with y'all. Y'all kiss his ass way too much. Telling me to focus. Fuck is wrong with y'all. Y'all got a decision to make this summer wow so yeah that was after the altercation right and at first like Woj was on tv saying oh you know like he told him to go get some more rebounds and someone said go defense so first like Woj was giving us like the light version but then later it was like you know Kyle said some more words to him so um yeah it was just, I was like, what is going on? I'm gonna send this to y'all now so you have it so when you can listen after the pod. But yeah, I mean, and then McDaniels goes and punches a wall and ends up fracturing his hand. I mean, what is the dysfunction in Minnesota? What type of Amari
1: Stoudemire, What type of Amari Stoudemire type of shit is this? Like
0: you get shit, you, you get cat back, y'all get back. And then you do all of this bullshit, like, right at the end of the season. On the last day of the season, Justin.
1: And the thing is, I've always felt like, well, and going into the season, I wanted to see how it looked. But once the season went on, it became clear that, like, they gotta, they don't necessarily have to choose between Cat and Rudy. But it's like, when one of them is not playing, that's the better version of the Timberwolves. Like, you can't, both of them, it shrinks the team. But, like, when one of them is out, whether it's Cat or Rudy, the Timberwolves are way better so I'm thinking, okay, Rudy might be suspended for a game, like after that altercation. Now they're in prime position to kind of push the Lakers. And then Jaden McDaniels breaks his fucking hand punching a wall. Like, what are we doing now? Now, in my opinion, they don't really have a chance. Like,
0: like Lakers fans are legit scared to play the Timberwolves. Like, even still, they're like, we still don't want to see them. That's why it's so ridiculous that they did this. Um, okay, so. Timberwolves, oh, that's why the person has F in his handles because he's a forward. Okay, so um, I'm going to tell you what Wolves said. He says, he said, um, Minnesota's Rudy Gobert escalated a verbal argument to a physical... Encounter after Kyle Anderson told him to shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs)
1: Hey, talking crazy. (laughs) Talking crazy to that man.
0: The disagreement started with Anderson telling Gobert to block some shots, Gobert telling him to grab a rebound. And ended
1: with a punch and Gobert getting
0: sent off. It is a <laughs> game that they needed to clinch eight. And he, they sent him home. Yo, that's so wild to me.
1: And what did I say when they sent him out? I said Minnesota <laughs> might win now. <laughs> so Rudy tweeted
0: emotions got the best of me today i should not have reacted the way i did regardless of what was said i want to apologize to the fans the organization and particularly to kyle who is someone that i truly love and respect as a teammate um he also had apparently attacked the team after the altercation um eight Woj goes on to say gobert hurt his back in a victory over the Spurs on Saturday and nearly didn't play today. He was sore, believed he was fighting through the discomfort, and referred to those limitations with his back when arguing with Anderson. Mm. That's per Zach Lowe.
1: My man so yeah. really punched him in the shoulder, though. Like, if you're going to punch somebody, punch him. You know what I mean? It was kind of like one of those, I really don't want to punch you, but you called me a bitch, so I got to do something. Right. 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 <laughs> kind of proves what Kyle was saying. But
0: son it really looked like Prince was about to throw hands. Like he got up like Rudy out. Right. He pushed him and like, yo, I felt like Prince was like I'm about to mess up. <laughs> yo, it's some dysfunction over there.
1: Yeah. It just seems like wherever Rudy goes, he ain't really the most liked guy.
0: No, more on this. After bench incident, Timberwolves, this is Shams now. After bench incident, Timberwolves, Rudy Gobert, and Kyle Anderson had a heated verbal exchange in halftime locker room as well, with Anderson challenging the center at one point saying, I'll knock your ass out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I believe him. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Oh, this makes so much sense it makes so much it sense and then the best part the best part to top all of this off was draymond tweeting insecurity is always loud because as you yeah. know after you punch jordan Poole, rudy gobert tweeted insecurity is always loud i mean you can't make this up it just comes full circle justin
1: yes Yes, it always comes full circle on Rudy.
0: The Wolves had also lost Reed earlier in the year. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, like, do they even actually make it in? Like, I feel like the Pels still have a chance to come back and beat them. Like, I don't think the Wolves are going to beat the Lakers at home in L.A. If they pull that off, shout out to them. But I don't think they are. So, I mean, I think even though the Pels lost, you know, tonight, I still think they could come back and get them. Assuming yeah. they beat OKC. I just I don't know if I see OKC getting that eighth spot, you know? So I think the Pelicans with their home court advantage will probably be able to dispose of the of of OKC. But then it's like okay when they have to now play Whoever is the winner of that matchup between the lakers and them it's like i i think if it's the wolves they can maybe get one but i'm just not sure because i feel like if the wolves get in they get in like swept probably
1: depending on who they play Five, if they play and, you think denver.
0: they could take denver to six
1: no that's what i'm saying if they can somehow beat Gentlemen the lakers tweet? The Nuggets will sweep them. Oh, you
0: mean somehow beat the, the and get into that 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 matchup with the with the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, Timberwolves. I think they could take a game or two off of Memphis. They would get swept by Denver, though.
0: They're such a low IQ team, though. The Wolves. Like, I mean, look at this. They're like punching walls. Like, I feel like. <sighs> I yeah. mean, look. The Grizzlies also suffered a big blow. They lost Stephen Adams. You and know, Brandon Clark and Clark from earlier I just I don't know I feel like it's going to be Wolves versus Lakers and I feel like Lakers are going to win that series I really do although Wolves fans are telling me that's not possible but I think huh you think the Grizzlies still beat the Lakers
1: no you were saying the Wolves so you're saying the the Grizz the Lakers are going to beat the Grizzlies
0: yes sorry yes I think the Lakers I think the Lakers beat the Wolves in the play-in secure seven And then I think Mm. they go on to play the Grizzlies, and I think the Lakers beat the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, I would lean Lakers too. I would think it goes six or seven, though. Um, I have questions about the Lakers' point of attack defense, especially with um, D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley playing a lot of minutes. John Morant should be able to kind of do whatever he wants, but Anthony Davis is obviously one of the best. I was going to say Anthony Davis. So it's going to be tough. Jared Vanderbilt had a lot of success defensively against the Grizzlies in the playoffs last year, too. So they definitely could muck it up a little bit. Um,
0: So let me ask you this. So we'll just have to see. If it's Lakers-Grizzlies, who would you prefer the Warriors play? Because if the Lakers win, the Warriors would have home court in that second round.
1: I would rather them see the Grizzlies, too.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I would rather see John Morant. Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson 10 out of 10 times overseeing LeBron James and Anthony Davis, just from a talent standpoint and size. Like, you know, I mean, AD and LeBron are both bigger players. The Warriors' front court is not at its peak level. So I would feel confident the Warriors beating either of those teams, but I think they would be able to get rid of Memphis a little bit easier, quote unquote. I
0: think both of those are six game series at most. I really
1: do. At most. Yeah, at most. I think they would be able to beat Memphis in five, especially without Brandon Clark and Steven Adams. Um if Wiggins if this is like second round and Wiggins' legs is under him, I just I I just have a hard time seeing Memphis being able to play with them without their size advantage. Because the biggest do, advantage on the Warriors like- is offensive rebounding.
0: I feel like as a series goes on, it's going to become tougher for the Lakers. Like, I don't think, even though there will be more rest in between games, I still don't think, like, they've yet to show that they can, like, go through a full season, which they didn't really even do this year, and then make, like, an extended long run. The only time they did it was the bubble, and they had, like, time off before the bubble. I just don't think they can handle that wear and tear as a group.
1: True. And, I mean, their team is good, but it's not that good also no, now like you know what i mean like austin reeves i just don't know how good of a whistle he's going to get in the playoffs jerry vanderbilt is offensively limited d'angelo russell is defensively limited he also takes a lot of bad shots malik beasley hasn't been able to really shoot since he got to the lakers um you know what i mean like it's lebron and ad but outside of them like play like if they had a series against the warriors you can argue lebron and ad are like two of the top three players in that series. Like, it's pretty inarguable. But then players four through eight are, like, all Warriors. Like, <laughs> it's like, the next best players in that series is, like, Draymond, Clay, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Looney, before you get to the next best Laker. So – yeah, right, and I, think I don't also
0: way. think I think like this version of Clay. I get that his defense isn't that good, not that good. I, no, I mean, not I didn't mean that not that good. His defense not as isn't what good used to be, not as good, okay. but I still don't think the gap between him and Anthony Davis is like like the. I just don't think it is. I really don't. <laughs> not when you have Draymond on the court still. He's not stopping right. Anthony Davis, but he's making it harder on him.
1: I think the combination of Clay and Draymond overpowers, you know, it's right. greater than Anthony Davis alone. And I think Steph and LeBron at worst cancel out. If anything, Steph is better than LeBron at this point. You know what I mean? Like over the course of a series, LeBron is still very smart and stuff. He can definitely affect the game at a high level. But like I said, Steph cancels out LeBron, Clay and Dre cancel out. Anthony Davis and then at that point it's depth versus depth and I think the Warriors have significantly more talent after though after their top players than the Lakers do on their side so.
0: I gotta tell you I'm always gonna root for having home court in the, ser- in, the in a series so I think that's I more that. advantageous than getting Memphis and like flying there or whatever you know because I think the Warriors can steal one in LA and as long as they do that, then I think it's a five-game series. I don't think LA is coming into um, Golden State and winning.
1: Okay. Okay. Hey, if Wiggins is by the end of that Sacramento series, if Wiggins is fully Wiggins again, at least defensively, then I think I would I would agree with that because I think he'll make LeBron's life a little bit tougher than it would be otherwise. And if LeBron and AD ain't otherworldly, I can't see them winning more than two games, more than a game against the Warriors in a series. So both of those. And we've never seen them be be otherworldly, not
0: in the bubble together for a Like, you know what I'm saying? Also playing against like a team of that caliber. They were playing against, they were in the bubble playing against the Heat, bro. Like, we're not the fucking Heat.
1: You are making a good point. here. Even in a play-in, they were both kind of not that great.
0: We almost beat the them in the play-in, like, depleted. Like, Braun doesn't get the fucking shot. Honestly, if Kerr just doesn't rest Steph and Trey at the same fucking time, they probably lose that game. Like, what are we doing That's here? <laughs> like, That's I just... I, I'm just not afraid of the Lakers. I'm not. And honestly, I need that series to end quickly because, like, their fans are annoying as hell. But both sets of teams' fans are annoying. So, like, the two teams that I just wanted to avoid altogether, like, we may not avoid, but... I'm going to always take home court because that could be a chance because now you have quasi home court and then you have home court. So that's two rounds to kind of get you guys in rhythm and have favorable circumstances before you play like a Western conference finals on the road and um, a finals on the road. That's how I look at it.
1: I feel you. That's, that's a very good point. It's a very good point.
0: So we'll see, we'll see, but you know, That was a lot of the drama, you know, with the Timberwolves. So we'll see how it shakes out. You know, it never, ever goes as you expect, because like, I didn't actually expect the Pelicans to make it last year and they did. So there could be a surprise team like OKC might somehow like surprise us and get the eighth spot, which doesn't matter because they're going to still lose to Denver. Like Denver is beating any one of those teams unless it's the Lakers who fall to eight. And then. They might still win, but that's going to be a harder, tougher series for them.
1: I agree. I would say Denver and seven. I Guess the Lakers.
0: But I do think that there's a chance. No, nah,
1: Denver and six.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, would I think say
1: Denver. I, I switched. It.
0: You switched to Denver and six, but there's yeah. a chance, and I think I think your instinct was right that like. Like the Wolves aren't beating the Lakers in a series, but you might be able to beat them in one game and get the seventh seed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like, dang, you really that Jaden McDaniel's loss is huge because he played LeBron really well. He's been playing Star Wings very well all year. He's like their stopper. So without him, it's gonna be tough. Like Torian Prince can't do shit with LeBron. <laughs> like, so maybe Anthony Edwards goes crazy though. A-, a e and cat cat kind of likes playing the lakers so maybe he goes crazy
0: yeah if he has like just like a really crazy shooting night because
1: right. like
0: shooting wise 80 can't match him shooting
1: no nah, he can't and, and bigs that can shoot kind of give the lakers problems because it Ham likes to let 80 just sit in the paint and just block everything but if you pull him away from the rim with a shooter then it's it kind of hurts their defense a little bit so that's, that's going to be an interesting matchup, even without McDaniels. But with McDaniels, I, I might have leaned in, in Timberwolves' favor.
0: Going to definitely be interesting. <laughs> we don't have to deal with that. But let me tell you something. Anyhow, the Lakers missed the playoffs. Did they lose two play-in games? Man, listen. Oh my God! Let me tell you something. <laughs> something funny is gonna happen with the plan. I don't know that it's gonna be that, but something funny is gonna happen because every year something always happens. First it was the Warriors not making it. Last year it was the mm-hmm. Pelicans getting in. You know, like this is yep. something strange that always happens. So I don't know what it will be. So whatever we're saying right now is likely to happen. One of those things is not gonna happen. True. That's okay, because the Warriors, baby, we are in six. We are in there, so. For all
1: all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. All
0: right, now, let's talk about um, the uh, Clippers, because they have some of their own drama today. So... Plumley and who was Bones Highland? Is that who it was? Yeah. Which is interesting in itself because part of the reason Highland was traded from the Nuggets is because he's quite a bit of a handful. So he's arguing with like Plumley. They get in each other's face. Lou did a great spin job talking about, oh, maybe we need more of that. Because after that, we got it together and won the game. Because they were seriously That's playing true. with their food. They were seriously playing with their food. I don't think that's an issue for them to have to worry about it. It's not like Rudy Gobert. Like, to me, that feels a little bit different. But mm-hmm. why are all these teams fighting on the last day of the season, Justin? Like,
1: I'm I was like, watching that when I'm it like happened. we had
0: our dysfunction early in the year. Thank God, had the whole year to, like, work through it. Because, like, having that, like, on the last day of the, the regular season is not ideal.
1: It's not Yeah, I was watching that when it happened. I mean, Bones Highland is just horrible defensively. And I think Mason was just like, yo, like he's probably trying to tell him, like, hey, you were supposed to be here or this is your rotation or something. And Bones, like you said, is a handful. So (laughs) he probably wasn't trying to hear it and they got into it. But after that, Mason Plumley kind of took the game over defensively. I'm not going to lie. So maybe Tyloo was right. But Bones, man, he, I don't know. He seems like one of those players you just kind of send him to a team that isn't playing for anything so he can get his numbers and not worry about impacting winning. Um, and that's that's kind oh, of the he's best a big situation. The reason for him. they won
0: their last game, he came in off the bench and changed things for them.
1: He's true, true. He's hot, he's hot and cold. Like he can score when he's he's streaky a little bit, but that defense is just not not it.
0: No, it's not. And, like, there's, you know, there's no word on Paul George. Like, everyone is, like, it doesn't seem likely. It doesn't seem likely. Um, And, like, Shane Young and I were tweeting back and forth today, and he's just, like, knowing the way the Clippers are and how they, like, you know, bring players back. And I said, yeah, but is that same kind of timeline going to apply in the postseason? Like, we know it never does, you know? The Warriors are super cautious, too. But, like, Steph, arguably, in 2016, shouldn't have come back during that Blazers series when he did, and they did. And it was just because they lost one game. They were still up in the series. They were like, nah, we're not playing around with this. We're bringing him back and ending this series mm-hmm. in five, you know? And I kind of feel like Paul George's return is going to be dependent on how the Suns are, like how the Clippers are doing in that series. Like, if they somehow go into Phoenix and split 1 1, right? Then I think the Clippers are going to feel more comfortable, like, okay yeah yeah. Maybe we can like keep him out a little bit longer you know play a game three see where that is before we bring him back or you know whatever so I just I, I don't see how they're gonna get through that first round without him but I also don't think this smackdown that people are expecting the Suns to put on the Clippers is gonna happen I just don't I don't I, I'm still just I don't understand why people think the Clippers are this team like they're like Oh, you know, somebody tweeted, like, oh, the Warriors, they lucky. I said, the Warriors are lucky. I said, the Suns didn't even want to see the Warriors. They sat all their guys to ensure that the Clippers would win. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? The Suns ain't want to see the Warriors in the first round?
1: The Suns have the least amount of continuity, I think, in the Western Conference playoffs right now, as far as chemistry, experience, playing together. And the Warriors have the most, (laughs) by far. Right. I don't understand why they would want to see the Warriors, especially first round. Um where they've had what nine games with KD and the other guys playing, eight games, and none of those games were against playoff caliber teams. Like, I don't, I don't know. But like you said, the Clippers, I mean, if at, at full strength they match up very well with the Suns, but even still, they still got a good a pretty decent matchup with them. I don't know how Kawhi is going to be able to hold up carrying that load. Cause it's pretty much him as the lone extremely high right. level scorer playing against them. Norman Powell is a good matchup for Norman Powell. Cause he has quick, quick first step. He can get to the rim and they don't have a lot of like point of attack defenders in Phoenix. That's why he was kind of cooking them tonight. So
0: they have a better bench than, than the Suns. The so Suns. similar to like what we were saying, right. You know, um, Obviously they have Katie and book, but if you put like Kawhi and Katie sort of on that same level, and I do, if Kawhi is like healthy and fine, then um, in terms of tiers, like, yes, I think Katie's better, but I think they're both like tier one guys at their best, you know? So it's like... I think for the Clippers, it's going to be one of those things. Like, it's not going to be like, you're our second guy. Like the way when Kawhi went down that postseason and like Reggie was like their guy after Paul George, I don't think they know or can say like, it's one guy, like, it's going to be, I I think a different guy, you know, you're going to have a, night where like Bones Island comes on and really does a lot for them you know another night's going to be Powell it's going to be like combination of people but Kawhi is going to have to probably be really good like every single night which is why it's mm-hmm. so important for him to get this week off which is why I was like you people are stupid if you think like they'd rather tank to the play-in to avoid the su- like People really thought that. And that's when it was like, y'all are delusional about the Suns. Who do you think they are? You think Kawhi is like fearing Kevin Durant? He doesn't fear Kevin Durant, you know? Um, So, I mean, he said it. And I, I always respect Kawhi's honesty. Like when he was a Raptor and they played the Warriors, and I think after they won or it was like close to them winning or I think it was like when they went up 3-1 he's just like I mean they are missing some guys over there you know like when the media's like asking him all this stuff and he just acknowledged it you know like mm-hmm. obviously you can't help who's on the court you play who you play but he was just like I mean they are missing you know some guys over there and then like tonight he was just like look we got to play better like they sat all their stars and in the last two games teams did that and they were so close with us so I just I don't I really like Kawhi like I just feel like he's so honest he's like he's you know so I thought that was like you know good of him to say but he's really gonna have to be like Kawhi of old for them to have any chance in this series without Paul George and so that's how I was like they definitely want to get that week off too
1: yeah yeah Kawhi is one of those dudes like he consistently raises his game in the playoffs like every year yeah um he just like everyone he has he's had moments where he's kind of like came up short but that's everybody has that moments but his playoff numbers are crazy every year so if there's one guy uh, if if there's a group of guys he's a part of that group of guys that can push a team like this without his co-star
0: yeah
1: um, and like you said that whole week off is going to be great for him because obviously he's dealing with the injuries of the past and how that affects his body and stuff so it's interesting. It's people are like you said. People are kind of delusional about the Suns, about how good they are currently. Like maybe next year, sure, when they retool, they can be really, really dominant or whatever the case may be. But at right now, nobody should be like scared. Like, oh my God, I don't want to see the Suns. Like, they haven't played anybody yet. Like, we don't know if they're that good yet because they haven't played anybody. Like with no. KD, they played the Hornets, the Bulls, Dallas with KD with Kyrie and Luca. All three of those teams are not going to be in the playoffs. They played Minnesota, I'm pretty sure, without somebody, Denver without their starters, OKC, the Spurs, and Denver again without their starters. They haven't played anybody good. And they were Katie. losing
0: every game without KD. Like, you're right. not that good if you're losing every game without KD. Thank you. You're not. So, and Ty Lu, it's going to be good because Ty Lu, he's good. Like, he's good. You give him a series to match up and plan for you, Tyler's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious so, to see how Russ plays.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm curious to see how Russ plays because they don't have the best rim protection. Like, they got Aiden and KD, but neither of them are, like, dominant rim protectors, and they don't have a lot of point-of-attack defense. So, he can really attack some closeouts, get into the paint, make some stuff happen. If he's, like, on his game as far as IQ goes, he can be... He can hurt them a lot. And Terrence, man, because they just can just inject some athleticism and drives to the rim and just kind of play from there. So it's gonna be an interesting series, I think.
0: It is. I think that series goes no less than six.
1: Okay. Okay. We get we get I mean I guess we can save the whole stuff for the playoff preview, but
0: That's what I think. I, I agree.
1: I kind of agree.
0: I yeah I mean people some five and all this bullshit and they get like
1: no. I said Just from the talent, and they got home court advantage, I think the Suns win two games kind of convincingly. The Clippers will win one game convincingly, and then there will be like two or three games that are pretty close. And then when it's close, it can go either way. So I can definitely see it going six. Yeah, or seven.
0: There you go. Um, And then, you know... I don't, I didn't really care that much about the East. I don't care that much about their plans. No. <laughs> it's just <laughs> very, it's all very uninteresting to me. You know, the West is where it's yeah. at. Um, based on like the matchups we know so far, I mean, what, which series are you most excited for outside of the Warriors? Which I do think is actually going to be the best series. But I think that, I think, if it ends up being Lakers um, Timberwolves, no, Lakers Grizzlies, I think that one could be a very like interesting series, because I forgot about the whole LeBron yelling at them like for clowning him every day. Yeah, man, uh, like like the old man mm-hmm. yelling at them. So I forgot he they got his got- little thing with the Grizzlies, too.
1: They don't like them. They don't like Lakers, and the Lakers don't like them. That's mm-hmm. going to be a really fun series if it happens. Um, I think all the series... I mean, I think if the Lakers end up eighth and the Timberwolves end up seventh, then all the series will be pretty fun because the Timberwolves versus Grizzlies are always fun. And then I think the Lakers can legitimately challenge or beat the Nuggets, so that'll be fun. But if the Timberwolves play the Nuggets, like I said, I think they would get swept. Um, Lakers versus Grizzlies, that would be really fun, too. I don't know who would win that series. And then, like I just said, the Phoenix Suns and the Clippers would be super fun as well. In the East, it's going to be one, like Philly – Milwaukee and Boston are probably going to either gentlemen sweep or sweep whoever they play. The Knicks and the Cavs could be a fun series.
0: Yeah, that'll uh, probably be like the closest series.
1: Yeah, but everybody else is getting spec Unless the Heat play the Celtics, Heat. they somehow always
0: yeah. take at least two that games off the
1: Celtics. <laughs> so Yeah. I guess.
0: Heat-Celtics will be good too. They got some past history, but I'm not that compelled by um Jimmy. The E. I just hope, like, you know, like when we played the Mavs, their fans were pretty cool. It didn't get too crazy. That's what I'm hoping the whole um NorCal series will be like. Like I feel like I mean I honestly don't know that many Kings fans and I haven't seen them like all crazy in my mentions yet. So Who knows how they'll get once the series starts but I'm hoping they'll just be cool and we can just like talk shit and you know whatever I feel like at least from what I've seen they're just very in the like I'm happy to be here sort of thing so like Mm -hmm. for us to be back and I mean obviously they want to win I'm not saying that they don't but they don't seem to have this arrogance about them that some of these other teams who have not done anything have so it should be interesting
1: yeah, I think it's just kind of like it's it's love there, but it's also just kind of like a a rivalry kind of. You know, so yeah, I mean, I think cool. it is.
0: Cause, I mean, I think a lot of them in a way too, like the Warriors, right? They like have their team there and their team wasn't winning, but they had this other team that was close. And so, um, you know, I think Warriors World asked the question about the split. Like, how much, how, what's the percentage of Warriors fans you think will take up the arena? I was, like, 40%. I think a lot of people were saying that. And they were, like, yeah, I think that. Like, I I think it's going to be, I think the Kings will out-edge them. But I think it's going to be a lot of Warriors fans in the building. I really do.
1: I do, too. I do, too. Especially for the playoffs. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. We are looking forward to coming back once we know, like, all we won't, Probably by the time we drop our preview, we won't know all of the matchups, but we'll know most of them, I think, except for like the 1-8 matchups. So um, we'll just talk through what it would look like in either one of those scenarios, but we'll be back with a full playoff preview, a very detailed one for the Warriors, what they need to do. We may even have um, some guests, we'll see, but we're going to come back and do something good for you guys, um, get more of our thoughts. Um, we didn't even touch Dallas, which is like they were also crazy. Like the whole what they did for the last game, which we talked about, but then it ended. And did you see like that? Luca had the back and forth with the reporter, the one who said that the Mavs are worried, or like you know, he could ask for to be traded as early as 2024. He had a back and forth with that reporter. It was really funny. Did you see that?
1: Oh. I didn't.
0: Yeah, because um, he was like, he was asked about like like how does he feel the progress of the team is or their future? And he's just like, oh yeah, I know, because it was said I, I you know, that I might um, ask to be traded. He's like, I didn't even know that, you know? Like that's what Lucas says. And so the person's like, no, just to be clear, like, that's not, I never said that. Lucas said that. So he gets, like, really defensive and he starts, like, defending what he said. And Luca's like, just listening to him. It was just funny. And he's just, like, then I don't even know why you said it. Like, he was, like, I was just saying that, like, you know, the way, like, Kyrie and all these other players, like, he brings up all these other players where, like, their situations weren't great. So they eventually went and asked for a trade. So you were just, like, speculating, like this could happen (laughs) like pretty specific you were like as early as 2024 it was so funny and lucas just like "Mm -hmm." he's like well you know i'm happy here so i don't plan on doing that and i think lucas being honest it doesn't mean that's how he'll feel in another year or two right we see dame with all these comments coming up that he's not interested in rebuilding and i'm tired of dame too like he needs to just like ask for the trade like he doesn't want to ask for the trade because he wants to look like I'm this loyal guy, but bro, like, what, like, so I'm over listening to him. But yeah, it was just a funny exchange. So the Mavs got their drama and Kyrie did not do um, his uh, exit interviews.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. Oh my God. It was so much drama everywhere, Justin.
1: I love it. Right, I feel like you gotta also. look
0: at the Mavs season as a failure, though. Like, you guys were just in the Western Conference Finals, and then you come back the next year, and you don't even make the plan?
1: Terrible, terrible.
0: You lose Jalen Brunson, and then you traded your depth to get Kyrie, and then you may not even get to keep him?
1: Yeah. that If they don't keep him, that's, that's the big disaster right there, because I think they have a pretty good foundation as far as Stuff to build on because you got a legit superstar and a legit co-star, and now at this point it's like filling in the gaps, giving them some more size, some more defense, and I think they'll be able to, you know, pull it together next year. But if they lose Kyrie, then that's a huge disaster right there because you traded, you traded people away for him, and then they, you get left with nothing. That Luka would be was terrible.
0: Bending him as well, and in, in the exit interview, Kyrie- so.
1: Yeah, it, I don't think Kyrie's been bad at all. I said it last no. time, so he's been pretty good there. So they, it's, the, it's on the front office. The Front office can drop, can can drop the ball, and they've already dropped the ball. But they can really, you know, tank themselves if they don't handle it correctly.
0: Mm. So glad we're Warriors fans and not fans of these other dysfunctional orgs. <laughs> all right y'all thank you for tuning in with us we are so appreciative of y'all riding with us all season i mean we didn't start at the beginning of this season because the podcast was just getting started but we've been here for most of the time we got started in about what november so yeah
1: november Mm -hmm.
0: most of the season so we appreciate y'all riding with us and Looking forward to bringing you this postseason coverage where we step our game up a little bit. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you for all the commentary. Please continue to leave us ratings, five stars. Um, Give us favorable reviews. We appreciate them. Share it with your family and friends. Continue to download. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. And send us questions. We're gonna like tweet. And we want you guys to know to like send us questions, but if you're not on Twitter and you don't see that, please email us. Cause we're gonna be doing a mailbag um, for the next episode. So you can email us at gswspaces at gmail.com. Any questions you have, gswspaces at gmail.com. And we'll answer those questions for um, our next episode. So thank you so much. Justin, is there anything you want to add?
1: No, let's keep the vibes going. I appreciate everybody tuning in all season. Tune Mm -hmm. in for the playoffs. And we're just going to bring home another one. That's because that's what they do. So stick with us through the ride. We're very confident about number
0: five. Yeah, and that playoff preview, we're going to have to talk about what that means for Wardell's legacy because, bro, I thought last year was the one. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, for all their legacy for,
1: but yeah for sure
0: this one is yeah this this one is gonna be crazy so can't wait to talk about that with y'all talk about it with Justin to y'all next all right so stay tuned more to come enjoy this victory until next time guys take care